All right, it's our first of the series, the Riot Fest series. And what is the Riot Fest series, you ask? It is, we're going to take all the albums that uh, are being played live at Riot Fest and talk about them. And some episodes might be different than others, like this one we're going to do a straight up episode with the Flaming Lips here, and we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but other episodes, we might uh, do a thing where we split an album in half and see what person has the better team, because I, I am stupid and like... <laughs> fantasy, fantasy football fantasy is Fantasy football, it's happening, yeah, it's happening pretty quick, I guess, and I am... Uh, that's him. That's me. <laughs> Anyways, what's up? Welcome to Not Exactly Radio. It's me, one of your hosts, Benny K, and... Tony, uh, a pink robot, Tony. Tony, a pink robot, Tony. <laughs> and in the studio with us, we brought our third correspondent from all the way from Antarctica, uh, Kevin Gesme. Welcome back to the program. It's great to be back. It's a little yes. hard to get a flight out of Antarctica yes. in the middle of winter. Right. Planes don't really get off the ground, bud. No, I was going to say, this there, I remember hearing one time... You have to have... You also have to deal with the thing down there. Oh, yeah, yeah the thing, uh, too? The thing. But you get to hang out with Kurt Russell. You know, drinking Oh, wait, did he die any of that? No, he was alive, oh, no. but that's like he was the, the last, last shot. One. Right? Okay. It's also it's horror him. movies. You can right. undo those deaths. That's true. Come on. <laughs> Anyways, but I also heard it's like sometimes you get stuck in Antarctica. I forgot who I was talking to about this, but it's like... Probably some, Kevin. Probably <laughs> maybe Kevin. the only person you know <laughs> from there. <laughs> but, like, you could, like, I forgot what it was. Like, these people were exploring Antarctica, and then some sort of winter happened, and then they were stuck down there for three months, even though they were supposed to go back. I don't know. It was fucked up. I think I was talking to Amber about it. Either way. So, Riot Fest series. Here we are, doing it. First album on the list. A live album that's going to be done at Riot Fest in Chicago, uh, September, what, 15th through the 17th? 13th through the 15th. Wow, I'm fucking, fucking up here, bud. And they're playing day one, so that they Friday They are. They're be headlining. Yep. Yeah. So we got the, the first one, Flaming Lips, and what's the album called? Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots. Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots. Interesting one. Before we get into that album, we have to do Slaps or Crap. It's been our thing. It's been a staple now. Slap or Crappity. Um, this is the Billboard Top 5 Rock Alternative songs in the country right now. Very good. I liked it. I, I'm going to say, like, I didn't think there was that bad of a song. Pretty good list. Yeah. Uh, let's get in there. Okay, let's do it. Miss Connections, The Head and the Heart. Oh, I love it. It's Slapper. Slapper? Yeah. Instant Slapper, no explanation. For me, this was actually the only one that I did super what? care oh for. Oh my god. I love the chorus uh, on this one. For me, it was like, I love the Head and the Heart's old stuff. And this is another uh, band that was once doing the folk rock uh, scene and has decided to change genres and now they're electro pop kind of thing with okay. their music now. That's true. That's true. And that seems to be a lot of thing. That seems to be a lot of It's not that it's a bad thing. They just had a lot of they Oh shit. Oh god. <laughs> oh Christ. lord. Um, they <laughs> did play it. They did have a lot of like soulful and twanginess to them in the past where there was a lot more melodies that were the hooks to the songs and now it is more of the upbeat stuff, but I do like the chorus on this yeah, one. Yeah, I think it still has a lot of it's the, a very pretty chorus to me. A lot of folk roots in this song as well, so I feel like it still kind of works out for me. It's a slap for me. Well, also when they go crisscross in the wrong direction, I mm. keep wanting to the, have them say crisscross applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, each time I'm waiting for crisscross applesauce. Yeah, it's it's not a craps, but... Uh, it's just like, you don't feel like it's a slap, so it's like, yeah. you don't want to put it anywhere right now. Yeah, I, I'm sure it'll be one that grows on me. But Fair. Uh, first impressions of it were a little underwhelming. All right. Well, we've had this one before, 
bad guy, William Eyelash. <laughs> why are we doing this to Billy? Why, no. why, are, we, why are we here to do like this? Gen Z, and they're going to... I was talking, like, so the way that we're all dealing with the turd bowl of the world going into a toilet, us millennials, is to just drink and be sad about it. Gen Z is prepared to live in the in the wasteland. Mm-hmm. Gen Z's scary. Go. I'm putting her in the eyes. We're going to be serving them, so we oh, should good. probably start being nice to her, because she's going to hear we've been calling her Willie Mylash, that's not, it's over for us. like a joke, but I think that uh, she's a really good artist, and I... Uh, yeah, I, I, I know, she, but uh, the queen <laughs> the queen, the queen of Wasteland 454 is going to not be happy with us. Do you think, like, she's going to become, like, the next Beyonce here? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. The Beyonce the of this generation. I've already put her in the uh, holy trinity of apathetic white woman music. <laughs> uh, it goes... No. Billy, Lord, and Lana Del Rey. Okay, okay all right. I like how Lana Del Rey was the long crossover. I like that. That was good. Man. Well, we did discuss this one. I still think I agree with the Jax boys. It's pretty good. Yeah. I love it. Well, that, they said duh. it wasn't... Because they said, duh. <laughs> Shut <laughs> well, I They said it was like... Put it on like a playlist. Because right. the back half of the song is really weird for me. Like, last like minute feels like a different song. It does. And I think, you know, the end of the song... I like the the breakdown. I'm, I'm fucking stupid about breakdowns. And I'm like, is this a breakdown? It's fucking badass. And like th- that too, the chorus is really cool with that part. But then when they get to the end where it's like just like a bass drop that happens. And then like her lyrics are kind of like fucking, well, she's a bad guy. So I guess there's a reason why. But otherwise, I think that whole breakdown is pretty cool. The Jax boys said like they would only listen to it while they were drunk. And that's what it would be. That's <laughs> well, what that's it would be. I mean, like, I, I, don't, I don't find it's a bad song. Like if it's in a bar or whatever, it's just it's weird last minute for me. The only time I didn't really care for it was they use it as the like credit song in the movie Brightburn. If you remember that one from a couple oh, months ago, that that's the evil the, Superman the movie. evil Superman movie. And I found that I'm now over the trend of movies using little too on the nose uh, music tracks. Like it was great back when Watchmen first did it, and I loved everything about that. And now I'm just completely over. Just like oh, that's just. You're just saying the thing that you want to say with yeah, song. Like that that is cheap. That makes it like a yeah, a theme song. Come on. Right. That Fine. is not wrestling. <laughs> it's not wrestling. <laughs> we're not doing that this time. Um yeah, yeah, and finally, oh, we're not yeah, doing I couldn't I, I, I couldn't for you guys. You do? Oh, yes. okay, cool. Okay, I guess we might be doing it this round. Uh, it might be actually closer to a hyper specific oh, Okay. Oh, so you got a hyper specific for us? Yes. Okay. Oh shit! But it is wrestling themed. Okay. Because I was, I got two. You got, you, you said you had some hyper specific. I had one. You got one. I got two more. We're all good. So we're good. So we'll, we'll be fine. Anyways, next song, Gloria the Lumineers. That's a pretty classic song. I just thought, I thought it was a older it. song. They're still, they could still. How old is that song? song? I think that's a new one. But yeah. Gloria really? is Gloria is one of those names that you kind of just oh, name check it. Yeah. Just a classic rock song. Yeah. Also, okay. yeah, Lumineers kind of does that too. They have multiple songs where it's just a woman's name. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so. that's where I'm messing up. Oh. Either way, I, th- I still think it's a pretty it's a good pre- slap. It is a pretty song. It's, it's a pretty song. So. I loved it. It's, it's probably slap. my favorite song on the five that we have here picked. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Because like my favorites are coming up right now. First, I want to say Trambopoline. 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 Anyways. Trampoline by, uh, is it Shade? Shade. Shade? That's a good song. I like it. I'm pretty sure this person is just a bot, though, that listened to like 100 hours of Lord's music. <laughs> 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 
You know, now that you've mentioned it, I'm like, oh, it just the whistling kind of separates it, though. I, I looked again. I'm like, <laughs> I it's love Donald a Lord good song. whistle in a song. <laughs> this one definitely got there. Yeah. I think it worked out. So I'm, I'm gonna say that one was flat too. Only because, well, I mean, besides the song itself, I do like that I could say Trambopoline on this show. <laughs> like, nice little Simpsons reference for everyone out there. Nice. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's a perfectly prominent word. <laughs> so slaps for that one. Last one, Cringe by Matt Mason. Did I say his last, last name? Yeah, yes. I would assume. Mason. I just like thought that it. was a pretty good song too. I like it. Yeah. So it's weird that this one's still in the top five because it's like from 2017 was when the song first came out and Jeez. then got re-released as a single last December because this was one of like five songs that 88.9 was playing like all the damn time while I was driving the truck for UPS. Uh, and it's... It really irritated me at one point. <laughs> uh, haven't heard it since uh, before listening to it again here and mm. I think it does still slap like it did still slaps but it's definitely one that like can get overplayed real you, quick you can't see it right now but Kevin is having a war with himself like, really that's while he's talking about I'm this restraining whole myself he's like trying he's like doing hand <laughs> motions that don't need to be done like you can't see it, but he's suffering right now talking about this song. but he's just like it's a slap but I want to say other things about it <laughs> Anyways, oh, that's a good one. That's, I like that one a lot. Um, yeah, so that was cool. Um, kind of sounded like it'd be on the like justified soundtrack or something. Mm. Kind of like a neo-western song. I like it. Either way. That's a good list. That's a good slapper crap yeah. list. I think it's one of our best ones that we've had so yeah, far. Yeah, no, it was very good. I remember the first time we've ever played slapper crap, we were just like, let's try to see if these 80s songs are good. And they were all <laughs> fucking like, great. It's just a best of. I'm know. like, this is we can't say any of these are crap. <laughs> that's, you gotta... Make a more list yeah. that allows a toilet to happen. But no toilet. No, no toilet. no toilet. No toilets this time. Yeah, well, the only time we're going to hear a toilet is probably right now because I want to hear it. And then in the beginning <laughs> when I introduce slaps or crap. All right, let's move on to the bread and butter of this whole episode right now. The reason why we brought Kevin in here, actually, he really wanted to be on this episode. Plus, he's going to Riot Fest with me. And it's going to be a fun time. Flaming Lips. Say the test begins now. The test. No, would no, you no, say? No, would no, you no, say? No, 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 no. Oh my god. Um, yeah, Flaming Lips. Alright, let's get the skinny on that. Tony, um, let's do it. Drop July 15, 2002 to critical acclaim and reception, putting the band on the map for the mainstream. But this was already the 10th album from them. Album. They were already underground darlings, including the previous release, The Soft Bulletin, which was another, like, they're releasing their best stuff now. And then, like, Yoshimi followed that up, and then now here they are headlining festivals and stuff. Um, <laughs> despite its title and musical themes that seemingly go together, Yoshimi is not a concept album. Which fucking... <laughs> I was so mad writing all my stuff out. Anyways, continue, go ahead. Well, that's the thing is, because I remember uh, Alternative Press gave it a really good score back when I was subscribing to that magazine uh, when this came out, so 2002, we were in high school. Mm -hmm. um, so, And I remember it came after searching for a former clarity, so I thought it was like concept albums are gonna just be the new biggest like classics like where they really get a vision together so that review read it as a concept album i'm guessing a bunch of reviews just did that mm -hmm. and so which forced them to go <laughs> like no, uh, we didn't guys, do that we didn't no, that's not yeah. fucking. but i mean i could see right, we'll talk about it in a second Christ. Christ. 
Um, so yeah, that's what. And then uh, so the other interesting detail: Cat Stevens, who converted to Islam, he is now Yusuf Islam. Uh, Wait, so he t- changed his last name to Islam? Yes. Yes. Okay. I mean, that's cool that people do it. I was just like, that seems kind of like. Well, that's also why there's so many Muhammads. That's their oh, prophet. Really? Yeah. But I mean, like, so it's like changing but, your name to Jesus or Christ. I guess. Well, no, that's the thing. But I mean, like, you're changing your name to Islam. Like, you're just naming yourself a religion. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this. I just thought it was kind of fun. I'm like, not I converted. That there's anything wrong. No, with God that. damn it! <laughs> I'm just saying, like, convert. I'm converting to Islam, so my last name's gonna be Islam. I have no idea which the context. Maybe he could explain it. Maybe hit up Yusuf. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I'll email him I mean, tomorrow. I was gonna say you'll have to email him because he's on a no-fly list uh, oh. after the name change. Like, yeah. Oh, and Glenn was like, uh, "You're not leaving. Like, that's the thing. That's not gonna happen anymore." Mm. But, um, so, and then, uh, it sounded more like his management was like, that sounds like Cat Stevens' song, Father and Son, because it wasn't a very contentious lawsuit. They kind of just brought it to court and be like, I think you used, uh, and I know you argue you don't hear it, which I, well, I, I, I'm like, there too, but I think it's, it's probably... A it's a stretch. It's I, a stretch, but I can hear it a I think bit. It's like a little bit, though. A little bit. And, and, I, and I think part of it was also just because, uh... Wayne Cohen in interviews talks about the song and basically, you know, I was listening to Cat Stevens and I came up with the song, like, you know, just kind of thinking out loud and so, you know, Cat Stevens management must have heard a cash register noise. (laughs) Hold on. Yes. It was apparently not a contentious lawsuit. They were so like, okay, fine. (laughs) We used your song. So now that he gets royalties, Anna songwriting credit I, on it. I did notice that when I was looking at the lyrics, we'll, we'll talk about it, we might as well go into it right now, because first take, first song, uh, Fight Test, mm-hmm. um, thought that was a nice thing, and I, I honestly thought the guy that said the test begins now sounded like George Carlin, mm-hmm. but I think he was, was he dead by this time, by 2002? No. no. He's still very much alive. At this at time? At this point, yep. And I was checking to see if George Carlin was actually dead. He did not do it. He <laughs> didn't do no. it. No. That is uh, Stephen Drozd, I believe. So oh, you fucking name. found, okay, shit. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Who dead? He is the mainly keyboardist, but he's like the super instrumentalist oh, in okay. the group. Um, okay. Basically, so he's the before back, but he doesn't suck. Uh, <laughs> the Soft Bulletin, the Funny Lips were very much a garage rock kind of band. Uh, they ripped off uh, Butthole Surface is pretty much like <laughs> like basically a more mainstream version of that. Butthole like is how you could describe all of their surface. earlier music. Uh, then their guitarist quit the band, and Steven was like, all right, we're just going to make an album where we don't use guitars at all, because... And that was also uh, Wayne's main idea, but Steven ended up like really driving a lot of the musicality of it. Nice. Uh, and that's how they now have their sound. Well, either way, that guy sounds like George Carlin. There, I said it. It's a vocal effect that it he's is. got going. Okay, it could be, yeah. Um, and, the, and like I said, the Cat Stevens thing, kind of a stretch for me. I, I Like, I hear it a little bit, but then, like, listening to the... I don't know. I feel like there's a there's a difference between, like, what Cat Stevens was doing with, with fucking Father and Son, where it's, like, nice and soft and gentle and I am old, but I am happy. And then this song, which has, like, I don't know, it feels like... I could see there's some similarities, but... The, at the same time, they already said they didn't give a shit and like, yeah, whatever, you're part of the song now. Because I, I, when I was looking up the lyrics for this and it just said, by Flaming Lips and Cat Stevens. I'm like, <laughs> wait, was Cat Stevens on this whole album? And I'm like, oh wait, no. shit, no, it's just this one song because the whole thing. Um, 
I thought it was uh, a very nice opening to the album, and it gets you ready for the trippiness mm -hmm. and that happens throughout. Um, the song itself is basically how a person avoids conflict all the time, and by the end, the song is basically saying to it's like the singer is basically saying to himself, "Why are you being such a bitch? Why the hell you such a bitch?" And then it's like, "It's a mystery of why you're being such a bitch. Why aren't you? Why aren't you like evol involve yourself in some conflict and then?" Anyway, so it's kind of like a, a pump-up song. It's like, why are you being a bitch about it? You just go go do some conflict. Fight the, club. The only... <laughs> I don't know that it goes that far. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the other thing that you could kind of compare it to Father and Son is that it is a call and response song. So the ah, first yeah, verses are one person. The second verse is, uh, at least in Fight Test, is the person in the relationship that the first guy didn't fight for. Okay. And then the third verse is that person who didn't fight for it, uh, again, like, coming to terms with, like, yeah, I kind of sucked, and if I would have just stood up for myself then, maybe you'd still be with me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fair. Fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are the correct and good takes. Which <laughs> means the we correct can, and good takes. <laughs> so we can continue. So, okay, so the next three songs, this is where I'm like, why isn't this a concept <laughs> album? Because these next three songs all tie together, and then at the end, I'll talk about that later. But then, one more robot. Fuck, uh, it's a concept! It's like, like <laughs> these three songs are concepts. Because it's just like, it's talking about how this one robot, first of all, you gave it emotions, and then it fell in love? Well, are you it, fucking. It learned emotions, it, it learned? It I thought learned. it gave. Okay. My bad. Robot I mean, there. Learns to dream. This three songs. Obviously, all go together. It's yeah. just everything after I get is the idea doesn't necessarily have to. No, I guess. Uh, and you could even throw in fight test a little bit into right. because yeah. Yoshimi is about having a fight with robots. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there's also the kind of through line that is the audience noises, which is why I almost oh, always yeah. want to throw in mm -hmm. uh, in the morning magicians, but like that one has absolutely nothing to do with like any robots or anything <laughs> like that. Yeah, I guess I'm just mad. I mean, you can see why, like, again, I wrote or read a review where they called it a concept album, so it's not like, you know, it's not like people are just pull pulling this out of their ass. It's just... Also, a title like that, like, you kind of go into it thinking, like, it's, oh, this is going to be... Well, it sounds like a movie or an yeah. anime or something. Right. Uh, <laughs> what I always kind of related to was uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Okay. Where... It may even started off as a concept album, but at some point they were just like, no, we're just gonna make songs and finish it up that way. This song actually reminded me of BattleBots. Where the BattleBots just <laughs> fucking, people made them and then they killed each other. I mean, the, the first thing I thought of was like, remember that one robot with the knife that just kept going like, just fucking coming forward and trying to uh, chop it, it fucking lost right away. And Aura was my guy. <laughs> was that the guy's name? No, that was uh, the Holy one shit. that did like the flips. Okay. That, like, oh, that was awesome. That was the shit. Kevin fucking secretly <laughs> all about BattleBots. That was some wrestling. That was some wrestling. <laughs> I, I remember like cheering at the TV when I was younger and I was like, I could drink a beer to this. So, like, <laughs> this is the future of sports. This is fucking great. 100%. Kill him. <laughs> um... <laughs> But that's an interesting thread. The not concept album, concept album. So you got Sgt. Peppers, you got this. Um, the other one I thought of, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy from Kanye, another mm. one that feels like at times a concept and then it's not necessarily. And then there are songs that just have absolutely nothing to do with anything. Mm -hmm. So 
that, that is an interesting idea, and I think that it's something we could maybe explore more and just bring it all together. The concept, um, the, the idea. concept. Yeah, albums that feel like they tell a grand narrative but aren't like strictly a concept. Okay. We could look into that. We could look into that more. And then, uh, like I said, like the bleak undertones make the song kind of sad because like the robot learns emotions and then it's like, I can't kill this lady that I'm in love with because I love Yoshi. Uh, and Yoshi me, sorry. <laughs> I know. Not the dinosaur. I know you're thinking about the little green dinosaur. <laughs> I am. But then is then he's just like can't kill. And then he just fucking offs himself. Mm. And then like it like makes the song super sad at the end when it's just that instrumental mm. and it's just like violins of like fucking they, sadness. They're so good at making sad beautiful. Like mm. that's why I do really enjoy them. Because um, I did check out Soft Bulletin because that was one of the years you were thinking about bringing to the table. And yeah, they do a very good job. We, I love Wayne Cohn's voice. It's perfect for it um, of harmonizing and just making you sad happy. Um, speaking of that, um, what Yoshima Part One and Two? Yeah. Oh yeah, here we are. There's She's a black belt in karate. Yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought that was a pretty cool thing. Like to start off with, uh, I, it made it really fun. It's like her name is Yoshima. She's Yoshimi. a black belt. What? Yoshimi. Yoshimi. I can't fucking. <laughs> Somebody okay. is not going it's to only Japan the title anytime soon. All right. It's not good. <laughs> I am not. It's not going to be good. Yoshima. Why Yoshimi. am I saying that? I know. I got it. Yoshimi. I got it now. And she's. A, I thought that was a cool opening because it just was fun. It kind of reminded me of the Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny. A little bit. Just like, like just the beginning part. Otherwise, the rest of it's like. Um, for me, it's like, what if Puff the Magic Dragon didn't suck? <laughs> I didn't think that was that bad of a movie. Oh God, Kevin almost fell off I his chair. I think he was talking about the song. Yeah. Oh, this. Okay. <laughs> but I thought it was fun just because it's like about drugs. They should rewrite Puff the Magic Dragon with the Did, flaming lips. Uh, they it's just about, do it. It's about Pete and his magical dragon. What would you think it's about drugs? Huh? Puff. <laughs> the magic dragon. Fucking Puff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of pop, fucking call uh, me out, Mike. When, when I listen to the song, all I think of is like the Powerpuff Girls animation. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's how I imagine this fight going one. down. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, and, and I like how like it's just like a two-minute build-up for like a, and then a four-minute part two where it's just like screaming it's and the fight and, and the fight cool. and it's like the cool, it's like a cool sequence. Um, it, it, and it's also, I, I also saw there was a rumor that like this could all could be a big metaphor, like uh, um, Yo Yoshimi, fuck yeah, I got it right, uh, might be a woman that's battling breast cancer because pink robots, and they're like, oh, what if that was like that kind of a thing, and and this is like talking about her fight with breast cancer. I thought that was um, pretty interesting too. That's a good read. Uh, Yoshimi is a real person though, right? Yes. Uh, she is a drummer in the band. I'm blanking on it right now, but uh, the a thing about band they're friends with, basically, yes, uh, they they're a noise rock band from Japan. And if you enjoyed the screaming part of part two, uh, definitely go and find them because it's more of the same. Uh, the thing about the breast cancer is they actually turned Yoshibi into a. Uh, Stage musical. Okay. Aaron Sorkin oh, yeah, was right. on it I forgot to, to uh, write for it, 
until he learned that all of the words were just going to be the songs. Mm -hmm. uh, so he dropped out as opposed to helping form the narrative. Oh no, Aaron Sorkin right. dropped out. There would have been so much walking and talking and exposition. Does that have anything to do with Lord of the Rings? Uh, no, no. Uh, all of Aaron Sorkin's <laughs> television shows. He does people, West Wing. He just Andrew, does. Uh, he just does important men making important speeches, oh. and ultimately, it's but the thing fizzles out. Uh, <laughs> but in the musical, uh, that is the narrative: is that it's uh, a fantasy kind of realism of imagining a woman. Uh, Breast cancer. Okay, so, wow, that's interesting. Damn, so it worked out that way. But yeah, I do love the background that it's like a friend from a different band and they created a well now a hit record. Yeah, right. Where she draws some of the inspiration. I think that's a cool, a cool idea for your uh, inspired by your friend. And and I just thought in general, like just part two of the whole battle. It's a four minute song and it's like you can still hear and feel a story. Killer beat, too. Yeah, that too. That is Loved the, it. That is the cool part about it being a part one and two. It's not like a part one and two where it's basically the same song just mm. given to you twice. It, it, it really is. Except by titling it, it couples it because by sound it doesn't couple it. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. So that was cool. Yeah, that was very cool. And it could have topped out at there, and guess what? It doesn't. It keeps it going. Not. Yeah, it does, because like, that's like the first part of the record. Mm -hmm. and then it moves on to like In the Morning of Magicians. Kevin, you got anything on that one? Uh, if I were a rapper, I would be sampling the beginning drum break that uh, leads into In the Morning of Magicians and just making the hit song of the summer. Yeah, I can see it's, that. I, it's such a groove. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I like it. Um, I like how it just it, it it gives us the second gear, where um, I could have expected more of the same, and instead we got uh, Act Two, which is way different. Right, and right. I like it. It's getting warm in these rhinos right here. <laughs> oh, it is getting <laughs> warm in these rhinos. Holy shit! Summertime. In the studio, not the best time for us. We are sweating our balls off. We've only been in here for like 25 the, minutes. The hot takes really produ uh, produce a lot, <laughs> a lot of, of heat. Yeah, a lot of heat. A lot of heat coming up. A lot All of, of heat the right flames. Now. All from that. Uh, next one, moving on. Ego tripping at the gates of... Uh, sorry, ego tripping at the gates of hell. And uh, this one has like a feel of like a meme song that you like kind of hear on YouTube that like makes fun of itself a little bit, but then it's also like talking about depression and shit. Uh, and, and wanting to die. <laughs> I was say, this, this starts the back half of the album, which I think is even more of a concept album than really? the front half of it, because everything here is kind of now laid out to confronting your own so mentality like, and living yeah, in the wow. moment. I was going to say, because it's Every like, song now from here on out uh, has something to do with uh, either love, loving who you're with right now, or... Uh, not being afraid of the future and ego tripping at the gates of hell is one one of the coolest names for a song yeah right that is pretty cool, pretty cool. <laughs> uh, but it's the first step in like getting over yourself and uh, finding yourself loving the ones that you're with mm -hmm. absolutely yeah they're I love the message of acceptance of accepting you for the garbage you are yeah <laughs> um, I was gonna say cause like <laughs> the garbage thing it like that reminds me of like it feels like this song uh, has a way of uh, what am I trying to say here hold on sweat my eye 
Okay. Um, it feels like a guy, the person that's singing the song is like, um, taking love for granted and then he lost it and then he's a big asshole and then now he's like trying to get it back. He's like, I loved you but I, I wanted you to love me back and you didn't, I didn't come around because I'm a big dick. <laughs> you were waiting for that one moment. I like how you were singing like Boomhauer from, uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of from King of the Hill. Like, I'm, 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 you come no, around man. and then you come and then you leave again. And <laughs> You know, me off, dang off truck and about loving, you about stepping. That's that song, Boomhauer on acid. Really. Boomhauer tripping at the gates Boom of hell. But then it's hey, kill battles the <laughs> propane-powered robots. That's it. Um, but then also, this kind of sounds like a song that you would blast uh, on your way to your friend's house. Be like, get in, loser. We're going to hell. <laughs> so yeah, that's I don't know. It's a pretty good song and. Uh, it also, like, saying, like, it's another way... The, the other thing I looked at was, like, the singer seems to be, um... Uh... Uh, see, God, it seems like he was trying to do something, but then he just never got around to doing it, kind of thing. It, it seems like different messages there where you're, like, you're fucking uh, taking love for granted, and then also you don't do things that you want to do even though you plan on doing them, and then also you're an asshole. It, it's being stuck in that one spot and not getting off your ass and yeah. moving and, I, and doing that. And that's how right. it can uh, relate to the front, the front bit, because guess what? Yoshimi handles her bullshit. That's 100%. Be like Yoshimi. <laughs> like, I think that's a good comparison of... Um, yeah, our hero of the record is much better than our narrator for the rest <laughs> of it. So, alright, but we'll keep going. Yeah, let's do it. Are you a hypnotist? N- yeah. yeah. Are you a hypnotist? Yeah. Waving your powers around. <laughs> you just sing the song. I love this. <laughs> it's a nice dreamy track. I really like it. Um, reminds me of something that uh, lost my uh, train of thought. <laughs> this was the only one that actually doesn't fit into my uh, really? narrative here for the back end that oh, I just no. said earlier. Like, because well, I love how it was, it's kind right. of a dreamy you know, interlude. Yeah. It's an interlude song for me. Like, you know, it's just it's just going down the lazy river, singing singing yourself a song. See, it's the thing. I had I had that like. I, I like the interlude thing, but that also, um, I thought that and It's Summertime was also kind of a part of that whole interlude. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm, that's true. Um, it's Summertime. Also, I gotta say that It's Summertime was 4 minutes and 20 seconds nice. long. Nice. Yes. So, not, not, not that intentional. Nice. Not, inten- not, 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 not intentional. Okay, all right. Okay. So, wait, does that mean it is intentional? <laughs> um, what are we talking about here? Because it reminds me of going from Pantera, which, what did you say? Oh, Pantera yeah. Pantera was. is four four locos and a kickboxing gym. <laughs> and then this That's one 16 is. locos. <laughs> 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 Thank you, BoJack Horseman, for my favorite joke in the past five years. Uh, and then this know. is a bong rip and a lemonade on a back porch. Damn. Like, this is, this is... Is it a natter day? Can I, I, can can I drink a natter day? You can make it a natter day if you want, for sure. <laughs> This this is about as like I added at the fair Friday. I was like, "What the fuck? It is good." <laughs> <laughs> he, fucking, he fucking texted me. He's like, "Bro, this is this is actually pretty good, right?" It's here. delicious. It's, yeah, and it has absolutely Kevin. no business being because it's Daddy Ice <laughs> or Daddy Light, whichever one it yeah. is. With lemonade, which, strawberry which, lemonade. <laughs> you buy yourself one today. I'm, I'm gonna go buy one of the state parks. <laughs> 
Uh, it is by the stage opposite the Wisconsin Product Pavilion. Okay. Right by Zaz. Is, is that, that the only place? That's going to be the only That's place where I found place? it. It's okay. not like The only everywhere. place you'll be able to find it. It's All not right. even in liquor stores around the state. Like, Wait a it's second. Only, it's yeah. just at the state fair? But next to that wine place, there's a place. Uh, that's the place I found it. I'm sure it's a couple other places, okay. too. But Well, I'm going to get myself. It was too good. I was like, what the fuck, The, the man? Flaming Lips have now inspired me to get Natty Ice <laughs> at the state fair today because of the Natter song. Day. Natterday, sorry. Let's, sorry. Let's, not, Nat, make, not, let's not make the mistake. Yeah. Don't want to do that It is shit. a pink can. <laughs> it is cool. I see some cross promotion. I've seen some, like, I've seen that around. I don't know why. I think that's what you guys should be holding up when you're watching them. <laughs> I, if they have them Oh, they have a Riot Fest? Fest? I'll get a fucking uh, Natterday. Sure. That, that'll be all that I drink. Fucking A. All right. <laughs> so, so anyway, it's summertime. summertime and we're drinking some Natterdays. This, this is my second favorite song on the album. Okay. It. I think I know your favorite, but go ahead. Continue. Well, that's because it's going to be a lot of people's favorites. Yes. <laughs> uh, but it's Summertime is, uh, like, it's almost a meta metaphor, if that makes sense of using like seasonal depression as a way to talk about, as using seasons to talk about seasonal depression and just depression in general, if that makes any sense. Because it's definitely, the singer is, or I should say just Wayne, because we know his name. Uh, He is uh, informing you that it is okay to feel like shit on the inside, but at the same time, look around yourself even when it's not summer it's summertime out there Hmm. that there's still good out in the world that you can open yourself up to and experience the love man damn it's beautiful damn it is beautiful fucking it's and it's such a laid-back track it's it's perfect it's i fucking love it it's so good kevin's getting emotional up in here and now talk about some more uh gut punching straight hat yeah man this song song bugs you out what? Because it's just. Do you realize? Do you realize? It's, realize? it's so true. It's, know, that's why it's a, such a bummer to it, listen to. It's my favorite song is theirs. It's yep. probably their best song. Period. Uh, Wayne in interviews. It's was like. It's beautifully sad. Like it's just it's it's a tragedy, but it's a very pretty song. So like it could still be. I know they said it's not a concept album, but like maybe there's some remorse after Yoshimi. Fucking did all the robot shit. And <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, sure. I'm trying to tie like, everything <laughs> together here. I'm just like, this is just me overthinking it. But do you realize it was a fantastic song? And it was a single, right? That was one of the it, is, it was the lead single off the album. Yeah. Uh, I know there are some people who are like, oh, real fans find like the deep cuts to have their favorite songs. Like, no, you can almost go to yeah. any Flaming Lips fan, and this is the song. This is the Flaming Lips in a nutshell. Is do you realize? And it is. It closes out every single one of their concerts, and it's, if you haven't seen it live, do it, because it is a moment you will never forget. All right, that's something for me to YouTube. I'm looking, I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, actually seeing it. I'll, like, now that I've listened to this album, I'm like, ah, yeah, I'll go check out that fucking show, especially the headlining and everything. And it's going to be weird at not being the last song, though. And don't they have, like... Unless uh, they change up oh, the order yeah, of I the guess. tracks. Yeah, I forgot, they, I'm like... Uh, they 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 put on a show with props and all that too. They right? do. Yeah. Like usually he um, like Wayne runs around in a ball in the crowd. It's pretty fucking cool. They get inflatables behind them. Confetti. Uh, lots of confetti. Fucking Jesus Christ. Uh, and then the light show is second to none when they play Very like nice. crazy shit behind like them it. on the screens. All right, so that's something to you too. But yeah, it's it, it's it's a fantastic song. Um, I 
saw that little meme going around with the goosebumps of what song lyric is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Use and then you read the lyrics. It's, it means so much to me. It's, I mean, it's top five favorite song for me. Easy. Uh, it's perfect messaging. That's why I just sometimes listening. <laughs> <laughs> Every time it came up during these listens, I was like, oh, well, it's so pretty, but like, now we see it. Like it's, you know, it's like it <laughs> Happiness makes you cry. As right. very oh, much stated, it's it's very much uh, a song that says it's okay to be sad. Yeah. My, I mean, my favorite movies make you sad. Well, <laughs> Other ones have lasers in it. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite movies make me sad. It's like the, I can't think of a fucking happy movie. I'm like, fucking I was trying to think of like the happiest movie and be like, "My favorite movies no. make me sad." Like Shrek has that Shrek. very, very sad part. <laughs> Somebody once told me <laughs> the world was going to roll me. Got our Shrek reference in. Count it. it. Count it up. Count it up. All right, we're almost done with this album here. Second last song. All we have is now, which I feel like kind of ties in with. Do you realize? Yep. Yep. Go at it, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're... The future does not belong to you. You have now, and if you don't do your shit now, you're basically losing it forever. And on that point, uh, the world's dying. Uh, the future doesn't belong to us, and if we could stop killing the Earth, that would be fantastic. Absolutely. I would say that's it's kind of like the whole like I, I like that we do episodes like this and and any one of our episodes it's like uh, I have like little epiphanies during the episode like oh shit and then I'm like realizing mm-hmm. like this whole album was basically like don't take shit for granted mm-hmm. uh, whether it's love or living or breathing or anything like that it's it just really like, is a song yeah it really is an album about life man life. It, you know takes it down takes it, it what it reminds me of is like the concept that if you're unmotivated you know one of the things that people actually say is to motivate somebody else, which motivates you. Okay, that's not so. A bad basically, idea. like with Yoshimi, it's the same idea of I'm a fuck up. Is that uh, why? Don't be a fuck up like me. Is that why the fights in the beginning and then the rest <laughs> of the albums is like, bam, gut punch. Coming from somebody who fucked up a lot, you know, that's basically that's why I feel like a lot of the narrators doing. I was like, you know, we all fuck up. Guess what? And I fucked up a lot too. And there's the ways that we can. Yeah, he overcome re- that. He used to write songs about drafts and a girl using jelly instead of, or using Vaseline instead of jelly on her toast. Uh, <laughs> and now he writes super profound and it's like, messages. And now all we have is now. <laughs> My God. I love you, Wayne. <laughs> Good stuff. Can't wait to see him. I actually, I got lucky one time. I saw him. Okay, you're going to be really mad at me. So I saw him one time. They a garbage opened for him in Madison, and oh. and this was a long time ago. Chris Davis and I went down there, a good friend of the pod. Um, and I remember we were there just to see garbage, and then we saw the Flaming Lips, and then it was cold. And I was like, "We can go if you want." And then we we left after like three songs, and I feel bad. I'm not mad. You, I'm just I, disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. It was good for what I saw. I remember yeah, the first I, song I heard from them is uh, the Yeah 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 song. I love the Yeah Yeah song. It's a good song. Uh, that album, At War With Mystics, is like the trilogy here of the Soft Bullets and Yoshimi and, and then, At yeah. War. And that's kind of like their jumpstart into the mainstream as not being mm-hmm. remembered as the oh my she's God, don't the, use jelly call. band. That's fine. Do you need to take it? Okay. Sorry, we had a, we had a, we had a live no. call here on Not Exactly <laughs> Radio. Uh, people, people figuring out the number and they're trying to call in. Um, but let's finish up this album here. Approaching, I don't know how to say it. Pav- Pavanis? Pavanis? <laughs> Approaching Pavanus Mons by Balloon. By Balloon. I like 
that this isn't a concept album, but it's like a reprise of the goddamn y Yoshimi Battles Robot Big Robots Part One and Two. Uh, so I guess I was a little confused why they would go this route, where it's like an instrumental, like we're doing a reprise back to uh, those three songs in the beginning. At the same time. I was like, maybe it's uh, me overthinking, and it's actually just the whole wrap-up of the entire album. Because uh, it kind of seems, like, the more I listened, like, in the beginning of the song, I was pissed because I was like, this sounds like the goddamn, <laughs> like a reprise of the goddamn robot battle. But then as the song kept going, I was like, actually, this kind of feels like it could be like a wrap-up of the whole entire album itself as one instrumental. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So I think it's actually like an end cap to All We Have Is Now because they talk about the future not belonging to you and this is shooting a balloon out to Mars because if for those who don't know Pavanis Mons is a very large volcano on Mars uh, in science fiction it's often like the location of an elevator to some secret underground base or temple uh, I bet Scientology has theories on it. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, <laughs> but for the song, it, I always pictured it before as like them and the band in like a hot air balloon approaching it. And like that's why it's got like this kind of uh, Wizard of Oz kind of like dreaminess to it. Uh, but now sitting down and really analyzing the record, it really does seem like it's more of a science balloon that got shot out by NASA as the way to go and explore uh, further reaches and establishing a future. Well, uh, fuck. Thank but, you I also, but I also do think that it's them trying to recapture what they did on the Soft Bulletin, which ends with another instrumental, and they, I think they are significantly more successful is that, the soft bulletin. Okay. I would uh, say, is that their thing? Is like, do they end on instrumentals all the time? They don't, but like in this little trilogy here, yeah. it kind of was just their way to be like, and we're going to make an instrumental to end the record, okay. and you're going to like it. And, and we do. And we do like it. <laughs> all right, I'm going to be hearing this entire album live in like a month. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, that's the album. That was it. Uh, that was so they had <clears throat> a couple singles. Uh, one of them that wasn't a single is the one that won a Grammy for this band. Which song do you think it was that won the Grammy? Was it Do You Realize? No. It wasn't Do You Realize. It wasn't Do You Realize. It was on this album. It was on this album. Like, they picked it as... They were they were nominated for three Grammys. Uh, best Alternative Album, Best Alternative Song, and Best Song, or Best Instrumental Song. They only won one of those Grammys oh, so for this album. Did they win the instrumental they song? They did win the instrumental <laughs> song. Okay. Uh, and the song that was nominated for Best Alternative Song was uh, Yoshimi Part 1. Okay. So, oh, okay. like, no love for Do You Realize? And I feel like it... Yeah, I was going to say, like, I thought that was... A, <laughs> like, maybe they were also sad. <laughs> and they are just like, what the fuck? Why are we so sad right now? Stop this. Um, yeah, that was, that's great. So, shit. So you said you had some wrestling shit that's happening. <laughs> I have... Stuff. It's... A crossover episode between how's this wrestling and hyper specific. Okay, all right. Do you want to do? Okay, let's do. Let's go into hyper specific. Okay, and then we get and to. We'll save your question last. Okay, and then we'll do the how is this wrestling. You know the whole deal. All right, hold on. Let's gear up. Going hyper specific. Gonna ask some Kevin some questions. Gonna ask some Kevin. Gonna ask, ask Kevin <laughs> some questions. Here we go. Asking Kevin's questions. Hyper specific. All right. First question. Up to bat, uh, what song is playing when your grandma decides to drop acid with you as her last dying wish? 
Uh, probably do you realize? Although oh, that man. one might I guess be I didn't on, think about that. That one might be a little sad. too on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> didn't didn't think like, about hey. that when I wrote this out. <laughs> Let's go with it's summertime. All right, summertime, there you go. Yeah, 420. Fuck yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> 100%. We'll drop it just as the songs, as it's summertime is ending, right as we go into. Do, do, do you realize? realize? Like, just as Let's the one, two, three, four. That's it. And then you <laughs> and your grandma. <laughs> you and your grandma fucking dropping acid. It's her last dying wish. And you're listening to Do You Realize. I'm sorry I made this really sad. <laughs> I am so sorry. Okay. All right. So while Yoshimi is busy battling pink robots, Kevin's busy battling blank blank. Give me a color and a noun. Uh, I am green herpes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Oh no! Kevin oh no! You could have even gone so much worse with that. So is it Kevin oh, battles man. green herpes uh, or the green herpes? Oh, like yeah, there's just <laughs> nah, green herpes. That's it. Just, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kevin. Think of your uh, got the Luigi herpes. <laughs> Damn it! I knew that was gonna come back and bite me in the butt. Uh, Kevin battles the polka dot dinosaurs. Polka oh, dot yeah. dinosaurs. That freaked me out. Oh, that'd be you, you'd have like, to. That's all on your own, buddy. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like fucking dropping some fucking acid. Holy shit. Oh, they're probably rockabilly, too. Because they're like, oh, yeah. You see one with a goddamn pompadour haircut or some shit like that? Like, wait, he's like, roar, baby. I didn't specify, are they big dinosaurs or they little dinosaurs? Because I was kind of hoping that they'd be, like, little dinosaurs that I could, like, punt around. I I am instantly... Ones that I had a chance against. Oh, yeah. I am a black belt in Taekwondo, but that was, like, years ago that I got that. I'm going to be honest. I instantly imagined a Brontus. The one with the fucking long. Oh, sure. It has a polka dot. I'm like, that's fucking crazy. This is, oh my, it was black and white too. Not black and white. To be honest, I, I did picture a T Rex and a Triceratops as like being like yellow and pink polka dot or like white and red polka dot. The T Rex has the pompadour yeah. haircut for me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Rockabilly. Rockabilly. When you want your counterculture to feel vaguely racist. <laughs> it's kind of. <laughs> <laughs> really don't enjoy that pink dinosaur over there. <laughs> Sorry, okay, uh, last one for me. With all your power, would you do it? No. Oh! Oh, yeah. oh, oh shit. He did it. He did the thing. He knew what we were it's talking the about. meme now. We're all like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Insert that one gif with that guy surrounded by his friends yeah. and his one oh. friend is like, ah, I know you couldn't visualize any of that, but maybe we'll post the gif later this week or something. I don't know if I get... Oh, that was, that was, okay, that was our hyper-specific. What was your hyper-specific that this is wrestling? So How's this to- wrestling? How is this wrestling? How is this wrestling? Okay. Oh, man. So Kevin's got it. <laughs> Kevin just fucking started it. For... Oh, that was WWE or AWE? Well, AEW. They're putting on a special match. Yoshimi battles the pink robots. <gasps> which wrestler are you having cast as Yoshimi? And which three wrestlers are you going to cast as the pink robots? Asuka right away for. <laughs> I was thinking Asuka too. I was thinking Asuka for <laughs> but Yoshimi. But that's good, yeah. So she's, she's, she's perfect. Um, well, then you have to put, like, okay, go ahead. So she has her kicks. Charlotte uh, Flair is one of the pink robots. That's fine, uh, but we do need intergender. Uh, the big one's definitely 
uh, she has to take out Braun at the end. Braun. Wow, <laughs> Braun Strowman. Yep. Okay, I was, I was going to say, like, I thought it was going to be, like, three asshole people that just fucking held her down. So, yeah. so I was like, no, Charlotte no, Flair no. is definitely one of those fucking robots. No, I'm going with Spectacle for that last robot. Fucking the biggest robot we got. But maybe Braun Strowman's that one robot that falls in love and kills himself. Aww. <laughs> yeah, there, like we go, there you go. Because he's, he's still a face right now, right? Yeah, he's still, right. I think. I don't know what the fuck yeah, he is right now. Who cares? <laughs> wasted. <laughs> I assume you do. We, wasted. That's what he is right <laughs> yeah, now. He is wasted Because right he now. should be king of the world right he now. He really but. should be. <laughs> I'm still going to watch SummerSlam tonight. I'm going to hate everything. But, but yeah, he, he'll take the pin because he, he he's realizes that he's on the wrong side. It's kind of weird to pin someone that kills themselves, you know? Um, and, then, <laughs> and then third, we'll go with Triple H, because fuck Triple H. Oh, Hopefully yeah. she just destroys him. That'd be great. <laughs> I saw, I, for some reason, that reminded me of that one time, it was like Survivor Series, and Triple H and Braun Strowman were on the Raw team, and then Triple H was like, look, we won, and then yeah. Braun Strowman fucking chokes him down, oh, we love and like, look in that face, I'm like, that's the face I want to see Oscar <laughs> give Triple H. Yeah. If I can, I will also post that shit sometime this week. It's going to be amazing. So that was good. Kevin, that was a good one. Yeah. Holy shit. All right, and the gonna... only place where you can mix the Flaming Lips' non-concept <laughs> concept album in wrestling. The only place you're going to find it. You're going to only find it. There it is. Right here. And not exactly radio. Woo! All right. Let's, let's close that out. How is this wrestling? How is this wrestling? How is this wrestling? Awesome. So I know. It's so fucking sweaty in <laughs> so here. God, my shirt looks like it has a face on it. Aw. It's cute. <laughs> it, uh, it, but look, you can see the sweat where the underboob is. Aww. That's underboob. That I wasn't, wasn't even... I wasn't going to say it. No, no. I, it's, it was tucked up you like this. A, you need a TC Tugger shirt. Nobody, Nobody's watched uh, I Think You Should Leave yet. No, I have I not, think I unfortunately. Have. That sounds familiar. Either way, I need that shirt. It's on it, Netflix. It looks great. It's hilarious. There's a skit where, yeah, the dude's shirt always comes attached. So he has a... <laughs> Little button where he pulls it. It's his TC Tugger shirt. I think you showed me that on Twitter uh, or something on YouTube or something. Yeah, but I'll find it because it's, it's my favorite skit. That's a good call. Anyways, let's give you some recommendations. If you like this album, you would like other albums. I'm gonna go first. I think David Bowie's Heroes album would actually be a pretty good fit for this uh, for this uh, 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 Flaming Lips album. I didn't mean to go all Jeff Goldblum <laughs> on us right there for a second. Uh, <laughs> uh, life uh, is away, uh, but yeah, I think David uh, David Bowie's Heroes album uh, kind of matches up with it uh, pretty well as far as sound um, and n- not being a concept album for fucking. Or maybe it is. I don't fucking know. I don't know what <laughs> and, a concept album and, is anymore. At this now point, it, it may not be a narratively strong concept album, but there are enough concepts that they keep returning to mm-hmm. in each of the songs that it may as well just be a concept, concept album. album. Either way, David Bowie's Heroes album, I think that would be a good mm-hmm. recommendation for okay. you. Tony? Nice. Nice pulling out Bowie. That's a good one for the band in general. But um, just because we covered it in earlier in the top, uh, the Head and Hearts album this year was pretty good. Um, it's better than their last one. Like you said, they kind of did a... They, they've uh, moved from folk to more of the pop alternative. Um and so last year's record, or two years ago, I guess, uh, kind of faltered. It wasn't, I, I liked the single, and that was about it. But this one, actually, I like the whole thing. So, it's good. So it's more just the idea that it was, it's treated as in the same genre. It's not really that it's the same sound. So I got about five to ten albums that I would recommend. Let's, let's that'll, 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 that'll be on Twitter. Go and find <laughs> this link, and I'll just shout out all the albums that I think. Uh, but What's we're gonna your number do, one. <laughs> uh, my number one is gonna be a friend of the Flaming Lips and Kesha. 
Uh, oh. Rainbow's album oh, is so it's an excellent album. It has another it's another kind of reinvention album, so uh, and a lot of the same concepts of love and loving yourself. And it, I think, just kind of they've worked together before. So just. Go go listen to that one again. It, it is completely it's, fantastic. It's amazing. It might be one that I have then check out at some point because there's so much goodness there. Okay. Um, that's good. Just that's also hard. the story behind what she was doing right. um, while making that record, oh, uh, shit. which deserves its own episode. So we yeah, can we just think about that, that too. Yeah, we'll do do that after the ride fest thing. All right, so that was it. That was our episode right there. It was uh, awesome. Thank you for bringing the Flaming Lips to us. And Kevin, we'll be back more because we're going to be doing this Riot Fest series. We're going weekly now. We're going to try to go weekly. So after this week, we're going to try to do every fucking Tuesday. There might be a couple here and there where we miss. Otherwise, we'll have to record, you know, like three times in one Sunday or whatever. Yeah, yeah we'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah, we're going to try something different. Make sure you keep up with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Tony's on the Twitter machine. He's fucking doing good stuff over there. It's good stuff. We're finding some people that we like. Kevin, what are you doing right now? Is there anything you uh, want to tell the people? Getting ready to launch a YouTube series called I Meant to Watch That. Uh, <laughs> that sounds badass, right? <laughs> it's following. It'll. It's going to start off as a A24 kind of completionist watch thing. Uh, they're not going to be so much reviews as they are just kind of reactions to the movies. Okay. Uh, but that should be out in about two weeks. Hell fucking yeah. We're going to be checking in that out too. Well, Kevin, thank you again for coming on the show. Hell yeah. You bet. Tony, any last words? Before we, mm, no. you know, we got to realize? All right, <laughs> well. The test is over. The test the is test now. Is over. No. All right, cool. Thank you. We're going to get out of here. We'll see you here next week. Bye-bye. We- I trust. I trust. Did you expect the worst from us? Oh, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be saying that. We like us. I trust.